Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. So friends, if we understand the, the biblical concept of typology, which I know I've shared before, typology being that idea that people, circumstances, situations in the Old Testament, they point to, they prefigure, and are fulfilled by people, circumstances, situations in the New Testament. That's typology. The old points to the new. The new fulfills the old. If we understand that, then it shouldn't be all that surprising that we have a first reading today for Mass about the Ark of the Covenant, and we have a gospel today about the Blessed Mother. It shouldn't be all that surprising. Why? Because she is the Ark of the New Covenant. What the Ark of the Old Covenant was in shadow form, she is the fulfillment of. She is the fulfillment of uh, what the Old Ark of the Covenant was only pointing to. This story that we have... uh, about David installing the ark into the city of Jerusalem, we, we need this story to be a, like a lens, like corrective lenses to help us see and, and I guess appropriately grasp what, what is on display for us in the gospel, like who this woman is supposed to be for us and how we're supposed to, like what's the adequate response um, to our heavenly queen. So looking at the Old Testament reading, What do we see David doing as he brings the Ark of the Covenant into the city? First, it says that there were great festivities, which I love. He's throwing a party. He's throwing a huge citywide party as he's bringing the Ark into the city. We hear that there's extravagant and lavish displays of worship. This is what it says. There's this excess of sacrifice, and it it seems so over the top. I don't know if you caught this. Bill, you did a good job reading, but I don't know if you caught this, okay? It says this, as soon as the bearers of the ark of the Lord had advanced six steps, right? So one, two, three, four, five, six, stop. They advanced six steps. He sacrificed an ox and a fatling. Kill an ox, kill a fatling, right? Six steps, slaughter, slaughter. Six more steps, dead, dead. Six more steps, blood everywhere, right? This is what he's doing, right? It's an extravagant display of... Ritual sacrifice, extravagant, just, just carcasses everywhere as he's bringing this ark into the city. And then what was David the king himself doing? Was he holding himself very composed and regal sort of decorum? Think of the coronation of King Charles back in May, right? Everyone had a stiff upper lip. Yes, there was a lot of pomp and circumstance, but everyone was very, you know, prim and proper. Is that what David looked like? No. Did you catch it? It says, Then David, girt with a linen apron. That's it. That's all he's wearing. David, he's girt with a linen apron. He's practically stripped naked, okay? The king, stripped naked, dancing. It says, He came dancing before the Lord with abandon, as he and all the house of Israel were bringing up the ark of the Lord with shouts of joy and to the sound of the horn. So can you, can you picture this in your mind? Here's the king. What's he wearing? A little apron, and he's just going nuts. A lot like what you are all doing right now. I appreciate it. Thank you for the visual. Okay, so just get the visual. David's doing this wild dance of abandon in the presence of the ark. Now, here's what I want us to see. This comes from not me, 
This comes from uh, Pope Benedict, right? Before he was Pope Benedict, he was obviously Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger. Pope Benedict, right? He'll probably be a doctor of the church. His writings, his teachings, so clear and powerful and just um, normative, really, for like the life of the Christian. But he wrote a book earlier on called Daughter Zion. This is what he says, right? Pope Benedict, very smart, very holy, says this. One of the foremost biblical images of the incredible, <clears throat> of the incredible happiness that seizes us when we encounter God in his sacred dwelling is that of King David dancing before the ark. Just as in the leaping and jumping of the man Peter healed at the beautiful gate, something is expressed in David's ecstatic joy that belongs to the heart of the faith. Pause there, hear that again. He's pointing to David linen apron, dancing this ecstatic dance of wild joy. He says something is expressed in David's ecstatic joy that belongs to the heart of the faith. That encountering God, he's saying, encountering God, experiencing this shock of joy leads to this exuberance. Like that's at the heart of it. That's at the heart of this. He continues, he says this, essential to it is the joy in the word become man the dance before the Ark of the Covenant in self-happiness by one who has recognized God's salvific nearness. Like to recognize this essential truth that God has come this close to dwell among us, to tabernacle among us. If, it, if, if you're left feeling ho-hum, you've not grasped it. You've not grasped it. This is his point. And then here comes the money line. Only against this backdrop only against this background can Marian devotion be comprehended. What background? What background? The fittingness, he's saying, the fittingness of David's wild dance of joyful abandon before the ark. That's the background. He says only against this background can Marian devotion. Think about your Marian devotion. Think about anybody's Marian devotion. Does it look like David? Dancing before the ark? Probably not. It's because we haven't grasped it. We haven't grasped it. Only against this background can Marian devotion be comprehended. Transcending all problems, Marian devotion is the rapture of joy over the true indestructible ark of the covenant. That's her. So like this, this, um, this image of like emotional reserve and, and passionless Christianity, this idea of, of stoicism. Stoicism is not Catholicism. It's not virtue. It's not even saintly. It's not saintly. Joseph Ratzinger, Pope Benedict, he, he's giving voice to the tradition. He's inviting us to consider today that Marian devotion it looks a lot more like David than stoic, pious, holy cards. Where everyone looks like porcelain, they've got their hands folded with birds tripping around their heads. That's not what David looked like. David looked like wild abandon. Only a wild love, only a wild love of Our Lady would have inspired like the great Gothic cathedrals of medieval Europe. Like who builds stuff like that? 
Only someone who's wildly in love. Only, only people who are wildly in love give us the beauty of the tradition from the art and the frescoes and the sculptures and the music and the poetry. Like, it's wild lovers that give us all these things. You look like David. So let's ask the Holy Spirit to come down upon us more today, to fall more in love with God, to be overwhelmed with the nearness of God, that he dwells in Our Lady, who is the church. Amen.